Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Okay, welcome to another week of the Tearing It Up podcast. As I said, and we'll just take that to the end, I'm super excited that we have a guest on, and it's it's Tana. She has an awesome app coming out here, and we're going to get to talk about that, but also just women in the outdoors, which is our favorite topic, um, anything with women and getting active and being out there. So, Tana, will you tell us where are you actually at right now in the world? Yeah, I am in Jackson Hole. I'm actually in Alpine. So Jackson Hole, get your bearings. Um, And then Alpine is about 20 miles south down the river. It's really beautiful and it's quiet and it's in the mountains and I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I've never been to Jackson. It's on the list for sure. And we just haven't made it. Granted, last winter was so good here in Tahoe. There was absolutely no reason to leave. Um, So that made it a little bit harder to want to go explore or anything, but I really want to get over there. Uh, Don't they have a big uh, hill climb snowmobile race in the spring? They do. It's pretty wild. So um, yeah, in March, they have um, the hill climb world championships. Uh, It's a pretty fun event. It's definitely brings a different demographic um, and just kind of shakes Jackson up for a few days. Uh, So it's a lot of fun. Um, But fun fact, I actually used to live in Tahoe. I used to live in Myers. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So for those of you not in Tahoe, because uh, Tana, I didn't tell you, I'm not sure if you know, but uh, Amber's in Washington. So she's in the Seattle area. She's in Tacoma. So a lot of our, our listeners are kind of split between Tahoe and Washington and all that. So for those not in Tahoe and just our lovely listeners anywhere else, Myers is South Lake. So I'm in Truckee. So that's an hour plus away, depending on traffic or whatever. Um, but awesome awesome down there great riding little one stoplight town (laughs) yeah absolutely uh when did you move to jackson then so i'm originally from new hampshire Mm -hmm. um and i got to jackson by way of first living in new zealand going to school in connecticut um living in tahoe for two years i guess that was 2007 to 2009 Um, and then I went to winter park, Colorado and I was there 2009 to 2012. And then I moved to Jackson and I've been here for 10 years and I got married and I bought a house. So I'm kind of stuck here for a while. (laughs) You're an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I'm coming up on 10 years here in Tahoe. Um, it's, it's a trip to think that, I mean, we talked about how just in your thirties, and my grandma used to say this when I was young, I feel like I've noticed it since I was a teenager, but like literally every year you get older, like the year goes by faster. Yeah. It's like, it how totally has it been does. a fucking decade? Like, what I can't believe happened? I've done anything for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Well, um, so you're in Jackson now and I mentioned snowmobiling and you are, you're a sponsored writer, right? Uh, I am on the to be team. Um, yeah, to be writer team. So to be outerwear, they are originally out of Sweden. Um, and then they opened up in North America and they're headquartered in Denver. Um, and yeah, I've been working with to be for about six years now. Uh, they brought me on when I was a pretty, pretty novice snowmobiler. <laughs> I've been riding for um, about seven years now. Um, and they were trying to kind of open up into the ski and snowboard um, demographic. And I was a backcountry snowboarder. I worked for TGR. So um, yeah, I worked with them to just write some stories and help them with some content. And I've just had a really good relationship with them ever since. And they've always been really supportive of all my businesses. Um, you know, we'll probably get into this in backstory, but my business before Illa, I had a small women's gear shop and oh. to be was like my, the first retailer, um, or the first brand, um, that allowed me to be a retailer. So they've really supported me, um, along my journey in a lot of different ways. That's amazing. So do you, is that where your like winter passions lie right now is snowmobiling? Or are you still like snowboarding or tell us, um, about your 
winter endeavors yeah or just like your action (laughs) sport life because so we'll get into illa for sure um and how that's like you know led you or how you got led to illa i'm assuming is from doing all these outdoor activities and looking for women to do them especially since you said you owned a women's gear shop so it seems like that's been something that you've always been centered around is women in sport or women in outdoor activities so where did your kind of life start with with getting into those sports were you a team sport person or always kind of individual active sport I tried to do team sports, but I just, I don't know. I think that um, I have this theory that like creative people, not that everyone's creative, but Mm -hmm. people who, you know, feel like very creative, capital C, love building things. um, We tend to really love um, independent, like solo sports because you can be so much more creative in the way that you do them. Like that's Mm -hmm. the whole point of freestyle. You can't like freestyle across. Like, I mean, you can, but it doesn't work really well if you're trying to like work with a team. (laughs) I love that example. Um, but <laughs> yeah. on the other side, I like I always say that like at Illa, out the outdoors, like quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, the outdoors is a team sport. Um because like- yeah, you can go for a run, you can go for a bike ride, but like you go further, you know, you get you you accomplish more, you reach higher. Um, and you know, there's just so much that comes from being with other people. Um, and sometimes that's just like a safety aspect, sometimes yes. it's a motivation aspect. And sometimes it's just like, yeah, I could go out and do these sports by myself every day and probably be okay, but I'm just not motivated to do it. So um, yeah, so the outdoors is a team sport. And I think that that's just always been something that I felt really strongly about and just outdoor community. And I was super fortunate growing up. My parents were very adventurous. Um, You know, they love the outdoors. And I started skiing when I was really young because we were up in New Hampshire. and so super fortunate that I was able to, you know, access all of these activities from a young age um, and really appreciate them. Um, and then growing up, I just really was drawn to all of those activities and drawn to the mountains. So, you know, one of my first jobs was working at a ski shop when I was in high school um, and like selling gear and then uh, ended up working at a surf shop all through college. Um, and I was one of the only girls in the shop and that was kind of a recurring theme, <laughs> yeah. you know, being one of the like two girls or the only girl. Um, and then when I moved to Tahoe, I was a skiing and snowboard instructor. When I was in winter park, I was working for the resort doing all of their, um, video content and web content and marketing, Uh, and, you know, so just trying to bring women together around these sports has always been really important to me. Mm -hmm. And then moving to Jackson, it just like, it hit a whole new level. Um, I came here, uh, after like, you know, the big breakup in your formative years when you're like, I need to start completely over. And I moved to Jackson, didn't really know a lot of people. I was so broke. (laughs) I, um, got a room in a house, uh, through a friend of mine up here that I knew through, through snowboarding and, um, like. I had my downhill bike. So I I learned, I'd never really gotten into biking as a kid Um, working at winter park. They had trestle bike park. And it was like, Tana, how are you going to be able to film the bike park? If you can't, if you can't get there on your bike. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So totally got baptized by fire. The park crew, they were good friends of mine just from filming with them all winter. And they're also trail crew. So they'd put, you know, one in front of me, keep their speed one behind me just to take like peel me off the trail if I eat shit. And it was like, just keep up. You'll be fine. (laughs) So that's where I learned how to bike. And then when I moved to Jackson, they have this really awesome trail system up on Teton pass. Um, And it's just free shuttle laps, um, all downhill trails. Um, And so every day I would hitchhike up to the top of the pass. And then afterwards I would go get a beer. And before that I would get a coffee. And those were all of my first friends in Jackson were like the coffee girl, the bartender, and like the five people that like gave me rides. So um, it was a pretty awesome way, a pretty awesome introduction to Jackson. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Free shuttle laps and like, yeah, just uh, kind of unhinged, you know, not in a bike park. So you just like anything goes. <laughs> I was like, this is the most fun that I can have for $5 a day. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Here for that, I feel like that. <laughs> Don't even that... have to pay for gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially these days. My God. Like, it's yeah, insane. So... That's so awesome. cool. So, yeah, I feel like there's nothing. Well, I'm sure there is stuff like that around still, but just feel like it gets harder to come by because around here, I mean, we have, um, 
some good writing areas that are just very they've always been like hush hush but even more now with the fires and stuff of the last you know decade this private land there's a lot more restrictions on it and there's still not like a whole lot of people out monitoring it or anything like that but I feel like it used to be a free-for-all and now you have to be a little bit more careful about where you're going because these landowners have put um, kind of more watchful eyes on it and not even just because of uh, during fire season or anything but just strictly liability there's more people around as soon as the word gets out there's the option or not the option but just more liability is is put on the landowner or whatever so they're kind of like trying not to let you be out there whereas before they're like whatever use it like it's there um so yeah it seems like it's just harder to come by those those kinds of things does that still exist where where you're talking about is it still the same style it does yeah and actually they've built more trails awesome (laughs) Um, so i mean that's what's so incredible about jackson is like you know that's why people move here that's that's what what draws people in and obviously you know things have shifted in jackson in terms of just the whole landscape after covid and i'm sure yeah. that you guys are experiencing all the same things with the housing market and i won't spend any energy talking about that on this podcast <laughs> I a whole but it's, on it. it's real but it's real um yeah. but i i do appreciate that you know there are so many nonprofits and so many just um community run organizations that do work to maintain the trails and build the trails and fight for access um, and work with the powers that be to make sure that everyone has at least, you know, an opportunity to get out and explore public lands. Uh, So that's been really amazing being here in Jackson. Um, But yeah, to, uh, to continue on kind of my outdoor uh, journey here, um, you know, moving to Jackson, I guess the first time I ever got on a snowmobile, I think was actually in Tahoe. Um, and I went up to Alaska for a few springs um, when I was in Colorado and up here. So I was introduced to a snowmobile, but I wasn't really doing a lot of riding. Um, and it was actually a girlfriend who invited me up and was like teaching me. So that was really cool to be able to, yeah. to learn um, from another woman. But yeah, just moving to Jackson, you know, started to connect with all of these other women um, and, you know, started to get more into power sports. And there were people here, uh, men and women that were both willing to take me out and show me the ropes because they were just excited to get out. And so, yeah, over the past 10 years, you know, I've just built this really incredible community. I don't think that 20 year old Tana would have believed you know, me now to say, oh, when you live in Jackson, you're going to be able to send out a group text to 20 women who all want to go dirt biking. Like, yes. what? Yeah. <laughs> That's killer. <What? laughs> um, yeah. So we've just, yeah, we've been able to cultivate a really awesome uh, community here, myself and um, my friends. And I'm just so grateful for it. That's amazing. Um, I mean, I still feel like I can't send out a group text and get like 20 responses for mountain biking. I mean, I think I can, I think I'll get responses, but like being able to find a big group, you know, with schedules, life, everything. Um, but really I, I've struggled like my whole life with having a handful of good girlfriends that I can call for certain things. It's like, I got a couple that I can call for anything. Amber being one of those, like, that's why we just get along so well and have done life together as friends for 20 plus years is like, she's just always down for an adventure. Um, and like I said, I have a couple other friends like that, but then in other aspects, I'm like, okay, if I want to go for a run, I, which I don't ever want to really do, but, um, I can only call a couple people. If I want to go for a bike ride, I can call these people. If I want to go snowmobiling, I can call that one girl. If I want to go snowboarding, I got a few there, split boarding few. It's just like, it's, it's tiring kind of having to think about what I want to do and who I can call instead of being able to be like, Oh, I can just send out. Yeah. A massive group text. I feel like I've been constantly trying to find that community and try and find just so many people instead of feeling like I only have one person I can do this or that with. Um, so, and that's ultimately what led me to you, Tana, and finding you and your idea behind Illa and everything. Like, this is amazing. So, why don't you tell people about what Illa is exactly? Because I obviously know I have 
used it um, a couple times, but I know you're you're growing it and going to create it into an actual like full on iOS app. So yeah, explain Illa to us. Yeah, well, I'll back up just a tiny bit because yeah. Illa really started as a bit of a social experiment mm-hmm. uh, during the first summer of COVID um, when everybody like social distancing was the norm and everybody was losing their minds. <laughs> yes, I remember um, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you were supposed to only call one other person and yeah. stay away from them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And at that time, uh, just the year before, it's so like six months before, I have the worst timing in the world. I had started, um, I'd opened up this gear shop um, that also did rentals. Um, and my like main distribution channel was women's events. I would send this gear rental stuff out to them. And then every event in the entire world got canceled all in one day. Um, so I was like, that's cool. My entire business model just flew off a cliff. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, bye. yeah. And I think to keep my sanity, I was like, I need to do something to like find a purpose with my day since I'm not sending anything out and all of this is gone. And the social experiment that kind of came out of it was, you know, kind of thinking through like, okay, the logic of there's a lot of women out there, customers of mine that love to do outdoor activities. And that's why they buy gear for me. And that's why they're part of um, my, my shop was called mountainous. So that's why they're part of the mountainous community. And I know that I have this email list of like 5,000, mostly women all over the country that do all of these activities um, that have purchased for me. And so I started to basically just reach out to them using, you know, our social and our email list and things like that saying, are you looking for somebody to, uh, you know, social distance slash adventure with, uh, let's try to get you guys connected. And so there was this period where I was helping, sometimes they'd be like three hours away, but you know, it's like, I really need some social interaction. So it's like, yeah. we're going to meet up and go on this bike ride halfway between us because I'm just looking for somebody to get out with. And I either moved home or, you know, I'm stuck in this, I'm stuck wherever I am. You know, a lot of people got stuck or I ended up having to move during the pandemic. So your entire social circle, you got the rug pulled out from under you. Yeah. Um, and so we would do some, you know, some live things too. Uh, I had a friend who was um, a trainer and she did, you know, like a, a Facebook live workout and we would just kind of find ways to bring people together. But it kind of dawned on me uh, that, you know, I'd actually been doing this for years, just when somebody would text me and say, hey, Tana, you know, um, I just broke up or I'm moving to Montana. Do you know anyone that does like this sport? Do you know anyone here? Cause I've just lived in so many places and been in the industry for so long. And I was like, huh, this would be so much easier if we could just like make something that did that. And it didn't have to be me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Trying to coordinate. And then when you'd like try and pass the torch off, it's like when you make an email introduction to someone, but they keep you in the reply for yes. their entire plan. You're like, no, no, you yeah. guys are supposed to like hold hands and gallop off together. Like I can't be a part yeah, of the you connect someone. Yeah. in Instagram and you're like, look at each other's profiles. You guys are going to be best friends. Yeah. Um, so I can yeah. go into more of the backstory, but to answer your original question, what exactly is Illa? Um, so Illa, the word Illa, it's a woman's name. Um, I loved it because it just kind of has like a fun vibe. Like it makes me think of all of the male dominated spaces that I always worked in where everything was like badass and like sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's Illa. We're, we're owning that. That's ours. Yes. Um, <laughs> Love um, that. But it's a woman's name and she's that friend. Like she's the one that you're like, Hey, Illa, like I'm looking for somebody to go biking with. And none of my friends are free on Thursday. Can you just organize the group text with everyone that you think might want to go and just connect me to them so that I don't have to find them. Uh, So Illa right now is a web app, but um, it all revolves around our core function, which we call the Illa signal. I imagine it as our logo in the sky, like a big bat signal. Yes. uh, basically say, you know, Hey, Ella, I'm looking for people to bike with on Saturday. Um, and Ella says, are you just looking to bike with anyone? Like, it doesn't matter. Or are you looking to go, you know, do something more technical? You want someone at your level? You're like, no, no, I just like, I, I want to get out on Thursday afternoon. Can you just find me someone to go with? And so when you activate the Ella signal and I'm doing air quotes again, yeah. um, <laughs> sends out a, right now it is text messages. Um, that's how we use our notifications. Um, and it sends out a mass text to all the women within 50 miles that do that activity and are free on, on that day. 
um, and do it either at your level or any level and invites them to jump into a group chat with you. Um, and then, yeah. And then it just gives you the opportunity. Like it was so crazy when I launched the web app and had a bunch of people, we had this big event in Jackson and we had like 300 girls from Jackson join in like a week. And I was getting four or five invites a day to do everything. Like who wants to go climbing tomorrow? Who wants to hike table mountain tomorrow? Who wants to go dirt biking next week? And like, could not keep up with them. Yeah. Um, We had a whole bit. I'll I'll get into that later. Our text messages are blocked right now and it's a whole thing. Um, Uh So yeah, a little sad. So, uh, you know, everything was like going crazy. Like we were getting momentum and then this whole compliance thing came in from all of the mobile carriers and everything's uh, blocked, but we're working on getting that fixed. It's just something that I have to deal with every day and cry that a little bit. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. I mean, the whole idea of it is so cool because I was going to mention, so I found a couple people, um, or more than a couple people, um, handfuls of people that I met in Tahoe from Facebook groups. Like uh one of my first kind of other friends that I didn't move from Washington with here. Uh I met an a climb trucky Tahoe people group. It wasn't was it women's I think it was women specific. But anyway, we met up, we went out and climbed. There's a bunch of different mountain bike groups and a lot of these different groups have their own Facebook groups. And so that's been a way for a long time for people to connect, create these Facebook groups. You join if you're interested in that. Uh, So that's awesome. But what I love about Illa is that it's all one place. Like you can put all your activities in. You don't have to be keeping up with five different groups. Like here's my like three women's mountain bike groups in Truckee. And here's my like winter group. Here's this, here's that. Or especially if it's an activity that maybe you don't do all the time. Like I don't climb much at all anymore. So I'm never even on that page, but I still would be interested in going out and climbing if the opportunity arose and people asked. So um, yeah, I just love that it's all in one place. And so far the way that it's set up and I'm sure it's only going to get better you know just grow as it's when did you officially launch the web app to like the public yeah so we had a private beta test that we did down in denver all last summer Mm -hmm. um mostly like july through kind of september and then we did some rearranging over the over the winter um and we publicly launched our web app um to anyone so public beta on may 2nd okay yeah Yeah, i don't don't things Yeah. I don't even remember how I'm pretty sure my boyfriend told me about it actually like, Oh, there's this sled chick in Wyoming who created this app or something. I was like, what? And I don't remember how he found out or something. So like I get on there and look and then, yeah, I, uh, so yeah, I was, I was happy that he's the one that told me. And so I know there's a handful or I keep saying handful. I know there's women in Tahoe who have it. Um, but I'm not sure especially, well, like you said, you're having issues with the text thing. So that's probably what's happening of not getting pings or something, but you know, it's all growing pains. You got to go through it, right? You got to figure it out and you're learning how can I make this happen? Because there is a way that it's going to happen and work. And I'm sure that that's what's you're getting to that point right now. You're like just weeks or a couple months away of, of getting it to be where you want to be. And it's always going to continue to grow. Um, so yeah, May 2nd, that's what at three, June, July, August, almost four months old only to the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy when you're building a business and you've probably experienced this, you know, putting together your podcast and also your coaching, like it's obviously it's never the things you expect. Otherwise you would have planned so that those issues didn't happen, but it's like, they always come out of like totally left field, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I'm like, here I got like this incredible engineer and like we, you know, built this like awesome product and we tested it and everything was working. And then it was like the mobile carrier gods, like T-Mobile and Verizon were like, and now you have to go through this whole thing in order to send app to person messages. And um, what's crazy is like, you know, there's millions of businesses that send out texts, like your banking texts, like all yeah. these other things. And some people knew about it and they were like, oh, they, they planned ahead. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm not in that world. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know about it until all of a sudden they were like, oh, 10 of your notifications have been blocked. And now I'm getting like, oh, 368 of your notifications have been oh. blocked. And it's a compliance thing. It's not, if it were zeros and ones, we could fix it. Right. But it's like trying to tell somebody at the passport desk that you want to go to the front of the line, like mm-hmm. good luck. So yeah. uh, there, there's no way to go ahead. So I keep submitting it and I keep just 
getting rich. Everyone is trying to do it at the same time. But anyway, I think it's going to get fixed in the next like two weeks. So hopefully when that happens, you'll start getting like a whole bunch of notifications again because everyone will see what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting because so compliance is obviously just from the mobile carriers, like rules to what you're sending, because when I think of compliance, you know, I'm thinking of the the box you check of like, I acknowledge this, that I'm signing up for the text. I said, it's okay. So give me the message. Like, what's your yeah. problem, T-Mobile? Like, I wanted this message. I didn't say don't send this to me, but I will please unsubscribe from that email I tried to 500 times. Like, that's exactly. so frustrating. Yeah. So they're making every business register. So it's just super backed up. It's yeah. like delayed like six or seven weeks because everybody in the country is all trying to do it. Like they just um, threw this on but- everybody at once. Like, oh, by the way, we found out a way to make everyone's life harder. And potentially, I don't know, I always, my brain always goes to this of like a way for us to make more money because these yes. people are make, growing their business and making money without us like making money off them. So how mu- how can we stop this and and put more in our pocket? Like, but I don't know. I, I don't appreciate know. that they're trying to cut down on spam, but yeah. we're not spam. Yes. So. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, we, we signed fixed. up for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, so but yeah, I'm I'm really excited because you know when the web app does get to working again, you know, right now this is this is our MVP. So it's our you know most simple version of it. Um and we've just we learned so much from the first version and now we're learning so much from this version and having a lot of people using it. Uh, and, you know, we're also learning more about the things that will have to change as it grows because, you know, you were talking about the Facebook groups earlier and mm-hmm. I've used a lot of Facebook groups over my life to meet other people. And I think what was always hard for me, like you said, jumping around to different groups, but also when these groups would grow to like 3000, 4,000, 30,000 people, how do you mean, like, yeah. how do you maintain conversation there? Like, how do you look for things? You're not going to check in every day. I barely look at Facebook anymore. Yeah. Um, and so that was something that was really important to us when we were building Illa was to build it for scale in the sense that, you know, right now at MassTex, everybody within 50 miles that does, you know, kind of those basic matches. But when there's, you know, a million people in mm-hmm. like the NorCal area, we wanted it to send those invites out to, you know, like the top, the top people that are most likely to be a good connection for you and start to yeah. add in layers. Yeah. Uh, totally. so, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of really like Airbnb about. with like the hosts and making them like super hosts, like super yeah. people. Super. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and the other thing that I'm really excited about, so are, you know, we're, this is an ecosystem there. There's people, um, and we refer to it as the Illiverse. Um, so mm-hmm. within the Illiverse, you know, there's like people and then all of these communities that have since relied on Facebook groups. Um, and, you know, there are other options like, you know, there's Geneva and there's, um, you know, WhatsApp or um, GroupMe. Like there's all these other apps that that these companies can use. But, you know, what I think is really exciting about Illa in terms of the vision is like we don't want to compete with those groups. We want to invite them into the Illiverse to mm-hmm. be a part of it. So, awesome. you know, my my hope is that one day when you're creating your profile, like in Open Tahoe, do you know um, the Dirt Mavens up there? Yeah. yeah, so Dirt Mavens, like they might have a special badge where when you're creating your profile, it can say, you know, hey, Taryn, like, can you select all of the women's communities that you've done an event at? that you've already been to. Mm-hmm. And then when we're matching people, we can be like, oh, like you've been to Rome Fest. I've been to Rome Fest. Oh, you've been to a Dirt Mavens event. I've been to a Dirt Mavens event. And then be able to see mutual friends so that everyone can start to build their own personalized community instead of it all being siloed into, here's all the climbers in one area. Here's mm-hmm. all of these. Um, and hopefully, you know, for a lot of these communities and event organizers and nonprofits help give them more visibility so that they can create more programming. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, a rising tide. It lifts all ships. And I believe that if we can connect everyone instead of siloing everyone and then use that as an opportunity to um, inform each other on, you know, what women are looking for um, and inform brands because we will then, you know, know a lot more about what's happening kind of on a 30,000 foot level. That's when you can actually like change an industry. That's when you can actually like transform like the whole narrative around women in the outdoors um and so that's what I think is really exciting that really is that's ginormous dude yeah 
I'm so excited to see how this is all going to evolve. Um, so within your team, who all is on your ILA team in the Illaverse? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's a pretty cool story. Um, the whole reason that ILA exists today is a friend of mine back in 2021 sent me a link to a pitch competition. Um, it was super big, <laughs> but, uh, everything that I'd been doing with mountainist, uh, my old shop, she was like, this seems right, right up your alley. And it was this program. It was called the VF venture foundry. And that is backed by VF corporation who owns Smartwall, the North face bands, Dickies. So really okay. large, you know, lifestyle outerwear, um, or active lifestyle companies. And so they were running this contest. And so I pitched them on the idea of basically it was not what it is now, but it was like, how do we create this like digitized community that's, you know, bringing all of these different things together. Uh, and I won. <laughs> wow. And so because of that, we got a whole bunch of funding. Um, and yeah, and they connected me to my software engineer. Uh, so, I mean, without that, I, I know very limited coding, like I can make mm -hmm. websites and stuff like that, but like, there's no way that I was going to create yeah. anything like this or even really know where to start. And so because of Venture Foundry, that is the only reason that ILA exists as it does today. Um, so they have transitioned now into Wildwood Ventures and I'll give them a shout out. And also just mention that they are always looking for like really innovative early stage outdoor companies. So if anyone's listening and like, working on a business, um, you should look into Wildwood Ventures and pitch them because they're just, they're awesome. Um, so, yeah. so that's like the very, you know, professional uh, side, like the very businessy side of things. Um, but then through that process, you know, as I started to build, I reached out to uh, Heather Hendricks. She is a, she, I mean, she does a lot of different um, things in the outdoors, but she's mostly a writer um, and an editor. So, um, you'll see her name, um, on Jackson Hill Snowboarder magazine. Um, she worked for trans world, um, when that was still, um, in print and, um, she works for X games and she's very connected in the industry. We actually overlapped very slightly at TGR. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was looking for somebody to just help me write and I reached out to her and that really grew into, uh, just this really awesome collaboration um, between myself, Heather, and then um, her girlfriend, Sarah, Sir Christine. And so uh, Sir Christine used to do recruiting. And so she's very used to doing a lot of sales calls and business development. And in the beginning, it was like, we just have to create as many experiences for our members to come together in real life as possible. And um, I am a total like closet introvert. <laughs> <laughs> So, and they're like such people, people, people. Um, and so, you know, we just, we had a lot of fun together and they were so great at, you know, they were the people that would like walk out in the middle of the street and just start telling people about Illa and like shoving cars <laughs> <in their hands. laughs> and, like, um, and setting up happy hours and doing all these things. Um, so they have been, yeah, they've been my rocks over the past year. Um, I've been working with the same software engineer team um, Brim and co is a, uh, a development agency out of Miami that I got connected with through VF. Um, and I've been working with various engineers with them for the past two years. And yeah, we've gone through three versions. Wow. So you know, it feels like, Oh, like, you know, things are coming together. And like the first one was basically, it wasn't a throwaway. It was just like, we built it. We were like, this is not right. Um, we like got in the very beginning of it and we were, we were like, stop while we're ahead. <laughs> yeah. There, at <laughs> least you know just that. <laughs> Yeah, the second one was a little bit closer. This third one is a lot a bit closer, but man, hindsight is crazy because like mm -hmm. looking at it now, we're like, what were we thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Trial like, and error, man. I know. It's so crazy. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, now um they're both working with me still. Uh they're down in Denver. And um actually, really fun fact, uh Sarah, she is a recording artist. She's a pop artist. Oh, um, she this this summer has been releasing songs from her um, new solo album. Um, so if you look up Sarah Christine on Spotify, her Doing new it. stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, all of her, all of her work is amazing. But her new album, like, I swear, we're gonna hear this girl on the radio this winter. Like, oh, just amazing. Like, the next Ellie Goulding. 
that's yeah. gonna be yeah. that's like a later iteration of Illa is just like yeah like let's go jam together you know music there's all these things that you can create to bring women and their passions together um that's amazing yeah. and when she was um she recorded her album partly in um, Miami and then the other part was in LA and so I went out and met her and Heather in LA while she was recording and like got to meet and everything but it was so cool because I was out there doing Illa like pitches and like investment meetings and she was out there cutting an album so it's just been you know really really awesome and then like Heather you know she ended up working on the PR team um, for X Games this year and like all of us have just been very much like following our own personal journeys um, but Illa is always like Illa is always the focus when we come together um, and we're always, you know, working on it. So it's just been really special to work with like an all women's team that mm-hmm. all have, you know, things that they're really reaching for. So yeah, we're nice. all multifaceted people and like it's the universe will deliver, you know, is it Sarah yeah. with an A or an H? Sarah with an H, Sarah okay. Christine. Um, and she has more songs releasing, um, but I would highly recommend my favorite is called All In. Um, okay. It has become a bit of a, like, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of a theme song for Illa. I was going <laughs> to okay. say, it sounds like yeah. that should be the theme song for Illa. Like, we're all in. Yes. Yep, Found exactly. it. That's, Adding it. So, so cool. So yeah. Good. We'll have to uh, <laughs> link it, link her in the show notes for sure. Maybe some little, Thank like, you. motivation music, you know, like, play the song send out your illa signal and then go mm-hmm. shred <laughs> yeah totally yep <laughs> amazing i was curious i'm glad you asked that question amber because i was like okay you come from the outdoor industry and how the heck do you even begin to find yeah. someone to develop an app like it's beyond me when people do that i it just that's so much work and like i said even just to find people to like hey can you help me with this like where yeah. do you start so yeah. it's amazing you made it this far. You're on your third version. And then so you're on the web app now. And um a actual app is is next, right? Yeah. Uh I will just respond quickly about like, oh, how do you do this? If I yeah. knew then what I know now, I don't know if I ever would have started. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. It's like Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. Um, I am learning a lot, but I still rely on so many people who are so much smarter than me in those departments um, to make things happen. Um, But yeah, my engineers have been amazing. So uh, yeah, shout outs to them. But I mean, that's Uh, a good message too, though. It's like, we want to do things ourselves, everything all by ourselves, And we have to realize like, no, we need to like give those tasks to other people who know how to do them. Yes. And it doesn't mean you're just giving away your baby to someone else. This is still your dream. Like You're going to see it through to the end, but you need help putting it together. So it's like, don't be afraid to reach out even though it's going to take a lot of work and you may not know anything about what you're doing, but you can find the people that do and you can make it happen. Yep. Yeah, And I think the other part that's so important that I didn't really realize until I was in the meat of it is, you know, I've learned so much and I'm, I'm not trying to learn everything, but learning the things that make our working relationship easier, like finding that middle ground between his very high, you know, and skill set. I'm probably not going to get in the deep end of that pool and, you know, women in the outdoors, you probably <laughs> not going to get in the deep end of that pool, but you know, there's this shallow area where we're learning more about each other's industries and learning more about each other's tools. Um, and, yeah. you know, y- two years ago talking to this app, like my, my language was so, um, small <laughs> Yeah, when yeah. speaking about that, um, you know, and now, you know, no, I I can't speak to, you know, the very, very detailed, um, you know, things about our code necessarily. But, you know, when investors or, you know, when someone asks me about our tech stack, I can explain it in a way. And I, I actually do know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah girl. Um, you know, and I can answer questions. So, yes. you know, that's really important to like learn each other's languages and, you know, kind of like find find that shallow area where where you can kind of like you can have really um, productive conversations. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that just instills confidence in you to 
as this grows to, like you said, go out, talk to those investors. And you can do that by yourself. You don't need to feel like, oh, I can't do this without this or that person. You're like, I've worked together with them. And each one of us now can go out and and pitch this and get the word out there and feel confident about what we're talking about and get people on board. So that's really awesome. Yeah. And we, we teach each other, you know, mm-hmm. I say, okay, I need to go and be able to explain this, like, show me how this works. And, you know, I get a full lecture. And then, you know, when I'm trying to explain, like, we're actually trying to replicate the experience of, you know, a girl saying to someone, you know, Hey, I want to text a bunch of people and, you know, it just, there's cultural differences. There's, there's all these other things that kind of get in the yeah. way. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, just having opportunities to share each other's perspectives has been really cool. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the app. Um, yeah, where do you see? <laughs> yeah, like, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> I don't know how much you can or want to divulge right now. If there's going to be like surprises or what, but what what do you expect to be different out of the app? Just a better user experience because right now it's the web app. Which if you don't know what that means entirely, it's like from your I'm an iPhone user, so that's all I know how to explain. Like you can go to Safari, go to a link, and there is a way that you can save that link onto your home screen. So that makes it like an app. You can click that, but it's still taking you to a Safari link and not opening an app in itself. So you're limited by the things you can do, obviously, by just having it as that web link. Um, so yeah, what what's uh, what's coming with the app? What's going to make the experience much? Is yeah, it going to be so- much different than it is now? Yes, it will be. Uh, there, there's a lot of limitations that come with a web app, you know, because first of all, a lot of people, um, I didn't know this for a long time, didn't know that I could save a, a web page to my home screen. And so it was, it was hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the text notifications, you know, um, sometimes uh, when you clicked on a text notification link, you would have to log in again. And that was really inconvenient. Um, and you don't get features like obviously you don't have push notifications, which we're mm-hmm. all so used to. Mm-hmm. You also don't have location services. So, you know, you're you're able to say that you're in, you know, um, that you're in Redmond, Washington, but you can't change it unless you like go into your profile and change all these things. So there's just all of these conveniences that we've all gotten really, really used yes. to with our apps um, that we don't have. And so it just you know, overall, I think that the biggest thing is it just makes for a smoother experience, you know, mm-hmm. push notifications, you know, what's happening real time and, you know, location services, it's going to know where you are whenever you open it and things like that. Um, but I think what, you know, I'm most excited about is, you know, this is our third kind of do-over, call mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, we've made lots of little iterations, but this is kind of our, our third, this will be our third big release. And um, I'm sure we'll make a lot of changes afterwards, but in terms of like that core functioning, I really do feel like that third time's a charm because, you know, we've had um, a thousand members on this app and so many people giving us feedback and um, quick side story. I think this is like the coolest thing ever, but when I was, you know, looking for um, ways to decide like, okay, how do we take all of the problems or all of the challenges that we know are happening and turn them into the next version? Um, and so I actually looked back at a bunch of emails from members who work in tech, whether they're software engineers or UX developers or product managers who had in the past sent me feedback to be like, Hey, I know this is beta. Can I give you some feedback? And I invited all of these women who are also members to join our first design sprint and basically decide what is going to be in the third version of the app. And I just think, what a cool thing. Like we didn't do it through an agency. We're not, we're not going through, you know, a knowledge session. Like these are women that want to see it work and that have been using it. Um, and then the thing that really um, brought it all together was a woman named Kelly Dern. Um, she lives in Boulder and she, um, she works for Google um, and she's an amazing UX designer and she reached out to be um, a design advisor. So awesome. I mean, when you see these new mock-ups that are going to come out when we launch our Kickstarter campaign in September, uh, they're just, they're so beautiful. Um, And, you know, with all of the feedback from all these women that, you know, work in product management and design and tech uh, who have been using the app, we were able to rearrange it. um, And I think that the experience is just going to be so much more exciting because now when you open the app, um, 
you know, you've been on it, Taryn, but when you open the app now, it kind of asks you like, what do you want to do? And, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it requires, we're asking a lot of you before you get to see kind of what's around you. Right. Um, and in the new version, we flip that around. So from the second you open the app, you can see all of the members, like potential matches and all of the things happening around you right away. So it just feels Ooh. like you've opened up this portal into the Illiverse and you're like, how did I not know that all of this was happening within 50 miles of me? Like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like that in itself could just be motivation, right? Because like sometimes, okay, w- for instance, if you go to work out, you're like, cool, I'm going to work out, but let me like scroll YouTube or whatever app or whatever and find or like Peloton, the perfect class. You spend 30 minutes doing that. And now you've like, now you only have 30 minutes to work out or something, or you're like, oh shoot, now I have no time or whatever. So I feel like it, opening the app like that, you're seeing people active on the app or something, you're seeing a conversation. You're like, oh, actually, yeah, that sounds really fun today. Instead of like, Hmm. Do I want to bike? Do I want to do this? Like, Oh, I don't know. Cause just dilly dallying around that. It's just like, Oh wow. Shit's going down and I'm ready. Like I'm (laughs) Mm going to do this. Like I'm hopping in on on this train. Yeah. And for people that are in areas where there might only be like two or three members, there's still a really good chance that you're going to open it up and find each other. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, we're, we're just, our whole goal is to make the iOS app, you know, work much more easily we want to make it really beautiful because I just think that that's part of the brand like you just I don't know it just feels good to have beautiful things and um, you know there's definitely an um an element of high quality um and you know we we verify every single one of our members um a person does it great Um, the way that that works now is yeah it's a very manual process you know Mm -hmm. when you apply I'm looking at um you know I have access to information that is not shared um that's private to everyone else on the community but it gives me an opportunity to look and say okay you know Taryn says she lives here um and can I verify that you know she's a real person and then she there's a very good chance that she is who she say who she says she is based on things like your digital footprint and your phone number and um your email and you know, that's another thing that's going to really hold us back from scaling, but it's also like the most important aspect of our community is that we can build, um, you know, a, a community where women feel safe and secure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah. so, you know, that's going to be another challenge that we're going to have to figure out is like, if we, if we want to get to the point where, you know, 500 or a hundred women a day can join ILA, it's not going to be me going through every profile. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah, that's a great point and something that I don't think I would have thought about, like, initially, I mean, you know, as you're getting close to meeting up with someone, you, you know, probably start to wonder, like, oh, who are they? But yeah, you can just go into it knowing that, no, it's not some, like, 60-year-old weird man, like, that you're about to meet in some random spot at the trailhead, and it's just you and him of, like, oh, I've never been to this trail. This is this is really weird. Um, you can feel a little <laughs> bit safe that that someone a physical person has gone through the process to find out that this is a this is a real person and yeah I listened to too many podcasts about that that I'm like yeah that that makes me feel really great that (laughs) you guys go through that manually and we'll find a way I mean if they have AI going through job applications which is you know a whole other conversation or whatever but it's definitely going to be possible for you guys to vet the people so any user can feel much safer yeah. out there so there's also simpler things that you know um on top of vetting like being able to have mutual friends um you know uh if if i know that you know this person that you're a mutual friend between me and this person i can also reach out to you and be like hey taryn like i'm going for a ride yeah. with amber like cool <laughs> yeah yeah um, and, you know, flagging, making sure that we give people all the opportunity to give feedback, um, you know, think of Uber. Um, yeah, yeah, like a review so, almost. Like. Yeah. And then and then all the other opportunities to have, um, you know, like we haven't really come up with a name for it yet, but essentially like ambassadors or like kind of like group leaders, yeah. like people that, you know, have a larger role within ILA and like maybe they're doing, you know, hey, um, you know, uh, Ansley is doing this bike ride every other week. Um, and so it can almost kind of become, you know, your, your schedule of like, Oh, who do I want to ride with this week? Um, yeah. But then there's always that option to say like, this is something I want to do. Does anybody want to come with me? And we want to make sure that that's always an option too. Yeah. Um, so we have a lot, we have a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, but the short term goal is we are launching a 
um, a crowdfunding campaign on I Fund Women. I don't know if you've heard of it um, I don't before. Think so. uh, I know several different companies that have launched on there. One that comes to mind immediately, you know, Nara, it used to be yep. SheFly Apparel. Yeah. So they yeah. launched their pants on there, um, oh, whatever cool. it was, like eight years ago or something. Um, but yeah, it's it's a uh, women-centric platform, which I think is great. Um, mm-hmm. And they also uh, sometimes put grants back into campaigns. Um, it's just, it's, it's a platform that I really um, love and respect. And I've funded a lot of small businesses on there. So I think it's a, a cool way um, to kind of bring it full circle. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so our goal right now is uh, we are aiming to raise $50,000 and that will get us, it won't get us everything for mm-hmm. iOS, but it's going to get us the simplest version of iOS that solves for the most important problems. Okay, um, cool. So, you know, if we make more, if we have, you know, if we make 75 or we make a hundred, that means more features. Maybe we'll be able to put in a map view, you know? Oh, um, Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's there's always really cool things that we can add, but our goal is to get the core matching feature of IO of Illa into iOS with a really smooth experience. Um, you know, we might still be doing manual reviews at that point, um, but just making it so that everyone who opens up the app can feel like they're immediately, you know, they've been transported right. and they can, you yeah. know, find their crew and like the goal is to get people together. The goal is to help women, you know, find their people, whether it's for the day or for the year or for the, for a lifetime. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that's, that's our North star is mm-hmm. how many, you know, how many meetups, how many like cool memories, how many, you know, Instagram posts of, Hey, like look, meet my new friends, how many adventures can we spark? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if we can do that well, then we've succeeded um, for getting it into iOS. That's amazing. And I know obviously this is depends hugely on the crowdfunding. Um, first of all, how the crowdfund, when does it launch and how long will that period last? Does it last until like, is there a time frame or is it until you reach your goal or how does that work? So right now we have it slotted for September 12th to October 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a 30 day campaign. Um, it just tends to be easier when you kind of push it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we're still working out the details, but I'm pretty sure that on September 12th, we're going to do kind of an Instagram live launch day where some of the members are going to come and talk. Um, you know, Kelly, our designer might show off some of the new mock-ups mm-hmm. um, and I'll talk about some of the rewards and like what a stretch goal is if you've never done crowdfunding before. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so what I think is really cool this is what's been really driving me is, um, you know, I, I look at our member base and if every single one of our current members, women who are signed up for ILA, if every single one of them put in $50, we would hit our goal on day one. Wow. 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 That's amazing. So um, not everybody will, right. but, you know, but, but I just like, I really believe, you know, everyone's been asking for iOS and mm-hmm. I'm not asking, I'm not expecting something for nothing, um, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, I, I think that this is the way that we always should have done it. I've mm-hmm. been, you know, trying to follow kind of that institutional investment path for a long time because mm-hmm. I thought it was the way that I had to go. And, you know, it's been difficult as a consumer tech. It's been difficult in what a lot of individuals in the investment uh, landscape deem to be a very niche market. Mm-hmm. Although if you're in it, you know that it's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it's just, it's been really hard and I have really struggled with spending so much time and energy on putting together pitches and going to pitch competitions. And all of that is taking away from time that I want to spend connecting our members um, and kind of working towards that North Star. So, um, you know, after kind of this latest economic downturn, I kind of threw up my hands and I was like, we're going to do it ourselves. I'm I'm not waiting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I really believe that this community um, and, you know, all of the other people that have been supporting us, not as members, I, I really think it's it's so possible. Um, and I think that everyone wants it badly mm-hmm. enough that, that we can be successful. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you mentioning 50 bucks, you know, that is not much for every member. And that's like the bare minimum. People might do more or people who can't do any, um, 
there's maybe someone else who can do more. The people who aren't on the app or members yet will discover it and like, wow, this is amazing. I, I want this. And do you see right now, obviously the ILA web app is free. Is that going to remain the case for the launch of the iOS app? There will always be a free version of ILA because, okay. you know, so much of our mission is like creating space for all women in the outdoors. Um, and we have to create, we have to make it accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we wouldn't be a very inclusive community if we gated everything. Right. Um, yeah. So that where, where I was leading with that was just to think about all the apps that you do pay for on your phone. Like Strava is 80 bucks a year if you pay for the like pro version so you can set courses or see this or that or whatever. So I think if you think about it that way of I'm and it that's just a one time. That's not a yearly 50 bucks that you're having to pay for this app. That's a one time 50 bucks and you're getting access to this and helping create this app. So I feel like if you're looking at it that way, if you're thinking about, you know, supporting this this business and this venture that yeah, 50 bucks and you're going to get access to all this. If this is something you need in your life, that's, you know, going to be priceless if you're really looking for those people to connect with and do the things you want to do with, because how many times have I not gone and done something like gone for a bike ride or gone and done something? Cause I didn't want to do it by myself. Um, whether it was safety reasons, like in the back country for skiing, of course, I'm not going to do that by myself, but for a bike ride, I ride entirely differently by myself. I'm going to ride different terrain by myself. And so it's come to many a time that I'm like, I'm just not going to go. And if I pay 50 bucks one time and I can go find someone to do all those with like well over 50 times, then that's, that's just so worth it to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hope that every listener out there can jump on that wagon too, and then become an ILA member if you're not already, because I'm really excited to be able to, to use it in the winter, especially because that's where I struggle most is finding um, women, especially in the, the motor, the power sports. So yeah, yeah for sure. you'll have to come to Alpine. Come riding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we were, we really thought about the hill climb this year, but again, in March, it was still too good. We also had a lot of sled problems. So that's another thing we won't get into, but um, <laughs> But yeah, this has been really great, Tana, to hear all about the app. And I'm really excited to see it come to life. Uh, do you have a launch? I'm Again, I'm sure that's, that all obviously depends on the budget. But once you reach that minimum of 50, is it like ready to go? Like you just got to do a few things and launch it? Or is it still going to take some time? Do you have a, a date in mind that you would want to launch? It'll take some time because we are quite literally raising dollars for development. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, development's hourly. And so like, we're not putting money in ahead of time. Like we need this money to get across the finish line. Um, so we are really shooting for before Christmas. Okay. Like, ideally it would be closer to Thanksgiving. Um, but you know, timelines just never go yeah. as smartly as they're supposed to. But I mean, that's, um, so. that's still not far off. I mean, which again, might be scary for you actually. Like, yeah, that's not far. So shit. But, um, you know, thinking <laughs> of like me wanting this, I was like, is this like six months out a year out? Like, what is it? And I know again, no promises at all is so it's going to take time to, like you said, get it developed and then figure out the bugs and stuff before it can launch. But, um, I just can't wait for it. <laughs> So excited. Yeah, we're really hoping by the end of the year. And I will just mention really quickly with mm-hmm. the crowdfunding campaign. So, um, you know, our, we have a bunch of different tiers on there, um, but for $59, we'll have an early bird one for 49, but for 59, um, that is actually going to give anyone who gets the $59 tier, um, you get access to some premium features. So again, like the core matching feature, like the core function of ILA will always be free. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we're adding in some other um, like fun, more advanced features that will be kind of like an ILA premium. Um, and then also as, um, sorry, ILA plus. Um, and as a plus member, you also get a bunch of discounts from all of these really awesome partners that we've been working with. So like Trestle Bike Park gives us a huge discount on bike park tickets um, and yeah, and then uh, we just partnered with Field Station Moab, oh, which saw is like hotel. yeah. Um, so you get discounts on their lodging, and then we're also working with Wild Rye, and um, we're yes. just bringing in a lot more partners and looking for a lot of opportunities. You know, I'm hoping that we can get some other kind of like recreational access partners on board, um, because that would be really great. 
Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I imagine like, you know, illa women meeting on the app and then eventually, you know, using their discounts to like plan trips together and, yeah. and do really awesome adventures and bucket list items. So, so yeah, 59, 49 will be early bird, but those will get access to the premium features. Um, but anything below that, you'll still get access to the free app and every backer essentially skips to the front of the line, like with all of the manual reviewing of profiles, um, we've had to start a wait list because oh, we wow. just can't keep up. <laughs> um, so any of our backers, like you'll skip to the front of the line. So people who might be waiting a while on the wait list to get let in um, for profile verification, you can skip that by backing an email. That's oh. really cool. Um, t- oh my God, I totally brain farted there. Um, crowdfunding, <laughs> it's going to be starting September 12th. So is there anything like in-person events, obviously we're not going to release, this is not going to be released before in-person events. So, but does Illa do in-person events in general? Like, are you, are you doing regular meetups or how are those working right now? I, Cause I know I've seen just like on Instagram, you at events or things like that. So can you, um, is that just something posted on the website where people can be like, Oh, Illa's going to be at like this bike race or whatever, this dirt bike event. The best way to find those if you're not in the app is on our Instagram, which is at Illa Women, um, or by signing up for our weekly email. We send out an email every Sunday and it's just kind of um, whatever's happening, mostly just from the dark places in my brain. Um, (laughs) uh, And at the bottom, we always try to include a list of events, whether there are events or just like cool events that we know about. you know, it's been a little light lately because we just have been focused so much on the crowdfunding campaign and everything. But obviously, once the app is up and running, like the app is full of events. They're just community yeah. run events and smaller ones. Um, right. You know, we really I, I've always believed and we really found in our research that like that five to seven, that kind of like smaller group size is so important because, yeah, you know, big groups are really fun, too. And we have done some really big group events. We had 70 people take over the Jackson Hole Bike Park in June, and it was like the most fun day of a crowd on a bike. Um, and at Field Station, we're going to be taking over Field Station in late November. We haven't released like all the details. Oh, um, so but, that's good timing. I mean, you know, people yeah, definitely so, hear this before then. There's potential to have like two or 300 women take over this hotel in Moab and just like rage. Wow. <laughs> yeah, rage. Oh I mean, my like, God. Like climb and like tell, you know, tell stories um, and um, get matched while you're there. Like, you know, the whole impetus at Vela is like to kind of like find your people. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we do do larger events, but you know, my kind of MO with Illa is I want people to find like these micro communities mm-hmm. because that's where you start to build trust and like that's where you build confidence. Um, you know, the larger the group gets, the more people worry about am I am I gonna be at the back? Um yeah. you know, the more the more anxiety. Um so you know, with small groups like um, you know, big enough for to to be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, like I always say for motorsports, like with three women, you can pretty much accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, any situation, we can get out of it. Yeah, um, we're smart mm-hmm. enough. Like, if we're not strong enough, we're smart enough to figure out another way. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, but then not so that. big that anyone feels like there's no splits in the group. You know, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't kind of like split up. So, um, yeah, that's my goal is like eventually to fine tune our algorithm so that you're always feeling like you've got this like, you know, little superhero squad. Um, that's just like the perfect match to go out and do whatever you're looking to do. That's really cool. It's super exciting. I mean, that, that Moab thing sounds amazing. We'll be keeping our ears <laughs> open about that because I have a, a dream of a retreat, but not a retreat because things aren't really like planned where you're like, Oh, beginner hike here or whatever. It's just like, basically a vacation with your girlfriends. Like, yeah, we're just going to go description have of this event. You're going to be like, Oh, that's exactly what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. That's cause it's just like, yeah, I don't necessarily get anything super planned or like clinics or this or that. I just want to be able to, to go with my friends and ride fun stuff and maybe get hammered afterwards, you know, maybe not, maybe just drink a few beers, but you know, every retreats kind of like health and wellness, which I also love, don't get me wrong, but I'm also dying for the like throw caution to the wind safely um, and have fun with your friends. And it sounds like that 
that Illa November event may be a little more, more loose um, in that all about just having fun and connecting and not super uh, strict on your, you know, you're yeah, going to come out with an epiphany. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like hopefully super affordable. So, you know, people don't feel held back by, um, you know, a really like high ticket event. Like yeah. we just want you to hang out and have fun. That's amazing. <laughs> well, we, yeah, yep. Well, we will be linking all of the information because the crowdfunding um, obviously is just a a link, right? There's no way, there's no like yeah. events where you're like actually donating cash. You're just going online, like any other Kickstarter or anything, clicking the link, donating your um, whatever you can, and and supporting the app, and then downloading and getting a part of that membership, getting getting in that line for getting approved. Um, and we'll link the Instagram yeah. for sure as well. Instagram website, crowdfunding, all that information so people can just get all the Illa info. Yeah. All the Illa. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, before we jump off of here, is there anything else um, you want to leave, leave us with? Anything we left out or anything and the people need to know? Yeah. I can't think of anything. We covered a lot. On this. We did. Um, yeah. Good job. Um, I would just say like, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Um, but also if you want to get a taste of Illa and you can't get on it yet, um, with the wait list social experiment, just throw up on a story say, Hey, I'm trying to go biking on Thursday um, at this trail. Does anyone want to go? Like we women, we need to like, I don't know. We, we have anxiety about like, am I invited? Can I go? Will someone want to go with me? Like we need to extend the invitations, like be an Mm -hmm. invitation extender, it doesn't mean you have to lead anyone. It doesn't have, mean you have to know all the answers. Like go to the place that you've been a hundred times that you could do with your eyes closed yeah. and somebody else will feel so grateful to have that opportunity to go with you. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Try that this weekend. I, I love, love that. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very awesome. inspiring. All right. Um, so you guys can also, you can find Illa at illawomen.com and the Instagram is at illawomen. Are you on, are those the two main places to find you or are you on like TikTok? We are on TikTok which I go back and forth between like posting every day and then forgetting about it for a month. So. Same. <laughs> standard. <laughs> I think that's pretty standard. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, great. Yeah. Well, website and Instagram main places to find Tana and Illa women. So like I said, that'll all be linked. And thank you so much for giving us your story and talking about Illa and most of all, creating Illa. Yeah, um, for real. We, yeah, we cannot wait to to use it and for everything to be rolling and to just see where it goes. So yes, thank you. Thank you so much. You are welcome. All right, everybody out there, we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, We'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, tearingituppodcast is the handle like the post, share the post, comment on the post, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.